Hey guys, welcome back to the Impactable Podcast. And in this episode, we are, believe it or not, ready to launch an ad. So if you followed so far, um, we've gone through all the setup, the insights tag conversion uh, tracking, how to actually set up your ads, target, bidding basics. And now, um, after you get to the bottom of that screen, um, so you're on the uh, what is it? The objective selection. Oh, the setup campaign. You have all the, the objective selection, audience, ad format, placement. Um, at the very bottom, you'll hit next and you will go to um, a screen that actually lets you set up your first ad. Or if you've done this before, then this is just the, the screen you're looking at. You'll have to click on one of your ads within that ad set and you'll you'll have all these options. So what we're actually gonna cover here is the elements of an ad and what you need to actually launch that first ad if it is yours. Um, so at the very top of that option box um, where it says edit content, right below that they'll say name this ad and you have the option to name this ad. And it does in parentheses say optional. So this is more organizational for you, it's not necessary. Um, I'm not going to say a ton about this and the basics. I mean, there's naming conven con convections, convections. I don't think that's the right word. Um, there's different ways to name things that keep you more organized and different agencies that I've worked with, uh, will have different methodologies, uh, around this, but for, you know, the basics, that's not something you need to worry about. The next is introduction text. Okay. So on this one, this is the text that appears above the image. So for, for this basics, we're gonna mostly be talking about the single image ad. This is the most used type of ad. And so once you know the basics of this um, and you're trying to put together some of these other ads, it's just kind of common sense. Um, but in the intermediate, we will go through, you know, all the different ad types and use cases for them and, you know, whatever. Uh, so in this one, I just want to give you the real basics. So introduction text, when you see an ad on your LinkedIn feed, um, it has an image, it has text above it. And uh, this intro text, introduction text is that text that's, uh, that shows above the image. So you get 600 characters that includes space. Um, but there is a an important caveat to kind of keep in mind about that. Um, you only get 150 characters for mobile. So when you hear a lot of people, um, if you listen to anything else and they're talking about, you know, for mobile optimization or what best practices that you should only have 150 characters in the intro text, that's just because two things. Number one, that's the only thing that someone on, on mobile would see. Um, and on desktop, they would have to click see more um, to see the rest of it drop down. Um, whereas mobile, they don't even have the see more option or the, yeah, the see more option. So what I would say is do both. Optimize it so the first you know sentence or two, the 100, first 150 characters could stand alone on its own and be you know descriptive or catch their attention, but then also include more in the body of the, the intro so that if they are on desktop and if they do want to click more, you have more for them. I wouldn't just leave it at 150 and only care about your mobile users. If there's desktop users who want to, you know, are click, willing to click that and want to learn more, that's a really big missed opportunity not to have it there for them. Uh, the next is the destination URL. 
So the destination URL, as it sounds, is the URL that you want to send them to. So normally this is your website, landing page, um, webinar. It could be anything, but it's basically just you know a URL that you want them to land on when they interact with your ad. And interacting with your ad could mean that they click the image or they could click the call to action button at the bottom. Um, so yeah, if they actually click the image of the ad anywhere in that box, uh, they'll get forwarded, they'll get pushed to that destination URL. Um, and in a later episode, again, probably an intermediate, we'll talk about UTMs. Um, you know, so our website is www.impactable.com. Um, so I could just put that in the destination URL. Now, that would be very basic. Um, you send them there. Um, what the advanced or intermediate options are is to use a UTM, which if you're not familiar, almost any ad that you click that lands you on a website, it's not just like impactable.com that shows up. There's this huge, um, there's this huge UTM that's like source equals LinkedIn, UTM medium equals paid social, um, and all this different stuff. And so what it is, is there's basically, you can create a URL that sends them to the same page you want your website, but that also contains all this information about where you got them from that way. Google Analytics or some of your you know, software that reads your website visitors can tell where all the traffic came from um, and judge the quality of each traffic. So you could say, this is my Facebook traffic, this is my LinkedIn traffic. But again, for this, the basics, um, I would say, just put your website or the landing page you want them to go and call it a day. Uh, it does have a scrape button right next to it. So if you put in your website and you hit scrape, it'll try to pull in an image uh, from that website and you can use that image if you really want. Um, otherwise, the very next option is add an image. Um, and when you upload an image, um, I think I had the dimensions here. Typically we go with uh, like LinkedIn in Canva, which is a free um, kind of marketing tool to make images and social media posts. It's the sponsored image, uh, LinkedIn sponsored post option. And the dimensions are 1200 uh, by 627. But honestly, you can use, you know, a, a longer up and down format. You can use a square. Uh, I'm not 100% sure that there's a ton of data to say which is really best. It really depends on what kind of image or graphic you, you want to use and for what purpose. Um, I actually like sometimes the longer ones that are up and down because it takes up more of a reader's like LinkedIn feed um, while they're on there. Whereas the, you know, the left to right rectangle ones, I mean, those are the more standard. That's what we use for almost everything, but there's occasion where, you know, it just makes sense to maybe try some other stuff. So moving on, um, you'll upload your image. The image will show to the right, like, and it, it, it's cool. It shows your ad preview over to the right, and you can even toggle between desktop or mobile. Uh, so you can see how it looks on both platforms. Um, and as you put the image and the text above and the headline, like it'll start to show over there. So you can see what it looks like, which is cool. Um, so after you upload your image, the next thing is headline. Uh, and the headline is the text that shows below the image. So you have the intro text above the image, you have the actual image, and then you have the headline that shows below the image. Uh, so the headline has 200 characters available there. So it's really just like a sentence. Um, and 
there's a couple of schools of thought. Uh, a lot of people just like to use this as like for kind of the call to action, like what you want them to do, visit our website to learn more. And then you'll have the call to action button. Um, it could be, you know, I like to just use, I just like to think of it as like blank space. So don't, don't just think of, you know, what everyone else does. Um, I mean, it just really depends. Like sometimes I like to use that space for like an extra trust and credibility builder, like, you know, trusted by X amount of clients or, um, you know, we help founder scale to whatever revenue, um, Forbes featured something like you could put something in there that, I mean, it's your space, um, you know, do with it what you want. Or if you're, if you really have like a, a webinar or a, um, ebook or something like, yeah, it could just go to further the, the call to action button. So it could say, you know, download the ebook and, or learn five, five ways to improve your company's valuation, download the ebook. It could be something simple. And then the, um, the call to action button could be download. Um, so that's the headline. It's, it's simple, but we'll get into more advanced strategies later. Um, that's just what it is for now. Um, the next box is description. Um, so two things, I think, um, in description, you have 300 characters. Um, it does not show on mobile ever at all. Um, so the only, and it doesn't show on LinkedIn. Um, and so now you're thinking, okay, well, what the heck is this for then? Uh, so LinkedIn in the audience section, it has the option to use LinkedIn audience network, which is kind of like Google display network. It has like a partnership, um, web of websites, um, blogs, things like that, where it could, where it has space to, to have its advertising. Um, and if so, only if you have LinkedIn audience network in use and the viewer is on desktop, uh, the description will come into play. So you want to keep that in mind. If you're not using the LinkedIn audience network, um, I just wouldn't worry about it. I mean, there's no point in putting that. Um, so where we use it would be, I, I don't like using the LinkedIn audience network for cold, um, cold campaigns. Um, but I do like using it for retargeting. So say someone visit our website, uh, we have an, an, a retargeting audience of, you know, 2,500 people who have visited our website or shown some interest. We retarget them with our LinkedIn ads. We also allow LinkedIn to push those ads to those people, um, on their partner networks. Um, and so if they're viewing it that way and they're on desktop, they will see the description. Um, usually when I get retargeted with my own ads, it's because I'm, I'm on Yahoo. I, I still have a Yahoo account. Um, I'm checking my email and then over to the right is all these banner ads. And funny enough, half the time, those are actually LinkedIn retargeting ads. Um, you know, I've been on their website and they're pushing, uh, it's either Google display also uses that space or LinkedIn retargeting or LinkedIn, um, their display network. So that's where it would show up. And then again, all the same things come into play. If I click that ad, I get sent to the destination URL. Um, so it doesn't, it, last thing about that. So it doesn't show in that scenario, it doesn't show the introduction text. It would show the description uh, and it would show the headline still or the description and the call to action button, I think, or maybe 
all three, but it wouldn't show the introduction text anymore. It would just show the, the description. So, and the description is half of the size of the introduction text. So that's just an important, um, if you come into that and the last and final, um, part of this is call to action. Uh, so that is actually the button. Um, it shows at the bottom right of the image. So right below it, it's in the same space as the headline all the way over to the right. And you'll have the call to action button. And this is the button that if they click that, well, actually, if, you know, they could click anywhere on the image or they could click the button. Um, it pushes them to the destination URL, or it pops up a, a lead gen form if that's what you choose. So your options are apply, download, view quote, learn more, sign up, subscribe, register, join, attend, or request demo. The most popular of these is learn more. Um, if you're using an ebook, um, then maybe it's download. I really haven't seen anyone do view quote, um, except maybe some moving companies, because um, that makes sense, you know. It's not like learn more, like I know what you guys do. I'm really just looking for a quote. Um, webinars would use either attend or register or even join, or sometimes they, they would use learn more. You'd be sent to like a landing page where you actually read more, um, have more info that, you know, you can't fit into an ad, who's going to be there, what are the topics, what's the you know format and everything. And then uh, you click, you know, you could register from there. And actually like that method because then you can still track all those um, page visitors and retarget them. And you could say, you know, those who visit the page but didn't actually finish registering, let's hit them. Like that's a good group to, you know, maybe it just wasn't the right topics for them, but let's hit them for our next uh, webinar. So there's an idea. That is all of them. So once you actually finish that, you can click next, you can launch. Um, and then the cool, the last thing I'll show you on this or tell you about is once you have your ads um, and you can see all your ad campaigns in the, what is it? The setup ads um, review and launch over to the right, there's like three dots um, and you can, you can either show in feed or you can uh, preview. And I'll actually, I like the show and feed one because it'll take you to like a LinkedIn home feed and I'll show you the ad, like how it looks in, in the wild. Um, the other cool thing that you can do here with that same three, three dots to the right is after you create your first ad, you can just hit duplicate and that will just duplicate that ad that you made. And then you could just make swaps to that. So a lot of times what we'll do is we'll, you know, put all the effort in, you create one ad, you duplicate it, and then you just swap out the image. Um, and you do that for four different ads. So you'll use the same intro text with four different images and you'll see which one gets the best results. Or you could do it vice versa. You'd have one image with four different intro texts or everything the same, let's change the headline. Everything the same, let's change the call to action button. So the duplicate is a really easy way to whip out a bunch of uh, duplicate campaigns, make one tiny adjustment per and kind of then view the results and see which one gets more traction. And it gives you information and insight as to, you know, what is getting more traction, what is getting the best results and how you can improve cost per lead, cost per clicks. Um, and that actual optimization and testing is something, surprise, surprise, that we'll get into later in the interme intermediate section. So I have to review because I don't think there's really that much left in the basics. So the intermediate section actually is 
going to come up pretty fast. And uh, if you made it through all of the boring basics, which is very, very dry step-by-step, step, you'll probably enjoy the next phase a little more because we'll actually get into real strategy, um, a lot more case studies, a lot more like actual real life clients, like this is how they're using them and, uh, and how we can you know improve, especially for you guys who are running ads already, who have been, and all the basics was boring. Uh, we'll get into actual ways that you can improve uh, your ads. Um, you know, that's a little more complex. So until next time, thanks guys.